Coming up on Tech Thing, it's the last show of 2015. Thank you for making the first year of Tech Thing so much fun. Tech resolutions for the new year, three apps to recover lost data, secure chat, and hands-on with the Pi Zero. It's all coming up on Tech Thing. If you get something useful out of this episode of Tech Thing, please consider contributing to the show at patreon.com slash tech thing. We're brought to you by viewers just like you. Thank you so much. I'm Shannon Morse. And I'm Patty Norton. And this is Tech Thing. Are you sure? I've been wanting to do that all year. <laughs> Sorry. This is I was where, like, yeah, I think so, is it? <laughs> it is, it is. This is where we make technology behave. At least on the good days. <laughs> Happy almost New Year. We pre-recorded this episode, so if something huge went down, we'll talk about it in the first week of January while we're at CES. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So speaking of which, if you guys got a CES question, it could be anything from HD to UHD to 4K or 8K, uh, ponies, networking, the Internet of Things. If you want to learn how to automate your cat, there's mm -hmm. probably something at CES for that. <laughs> Million dollar speakers. <laughs> oh, yeah. File shredders, whatever <laughs> you're curious about. I, these are all, th except for, actually, I take that back. Automated kitty litter boxes, I'm 99% sure I've seen them on the show floor I've seen an Internet of Things automated cat box, and it's like, I'm full, clean me. Yeah, I, file shredders, <laughs> it's uh, definitely sewing machines. I don't know if I've ever seen million dollar speakers. I've seen quarter of a million dollar speakers. Yeah, I've seen some expensive ones. Maybe not million. Maybe someone will have covered some overpriced speakers with Swarovski crystals this year, because... <laughs> Bling. Either way, <laughs> send us a CES email, ask at techthing.com, or of course you can also tweet at Snubs or at Patrick Norton, because we're go yeah. both going to be there on the show floor checking everything out. All week long. Oh yeah. So if CES 2016 is almost here, we are looking at the end of 2015, and I'm going to call it, it's time for some New Year's tech resolutions. Yay! We'll just call them New Year's projects. Let's ideas. Just, let's just call them things like too many things that folks never get around to that can really make your digital life so much easier. So number one, like finally, <laughs> automating your backups offsite, crash plan, Carbonite, even just like a Dropbox folder. However, I will say encrypt that Dropbox folder <laughs> and keep your critical work backed up. It's really easy, and if your drive dies or your laptop gets stolen or pretty much whatever, you won't be going, oh, well, we'll never miss those pictures of Aunt Claire at the Rosie the Riveter World War II National Park that we took right before she was hit by that meteor. Poor Aunt Rosie. Poor Aunt Rosie. Dramatic, yeah, but you know what? <laughs> Losing a spreadsheet never seems to motivate folks in the same way. If you don't automate your backups, you might lose a spreadsheet. Oh, no. Yeah, do you hear the crickets there? But Aunt Rosie, before the meteor strike, boom. You're saving files. Those darn meteors. Right. <laughs> While we're talking photos, have you ever organized your photo collection? Seriously, you got probably like 92,000 photos, date, location, subject, all that good stuff. Don't try to do it all in one weekend, because you won't. Then you get frustrated, yeah. then you walk away from it. Then it'll be like 2016, and we'll be like, hey, did you ever organize your photo collection? <laughs> Just commit yourself to like 10. 50 photos a night. Same thing goes for cleaning up the metadata on your audio files, too. Yeah, a little bit I've here, definitely done that. A little bit there. A cup of tea. A I did that a for my files. entire music library. It took me probably six months to do all of them because mm -hmm. I had tens of thousands of music files. But I got them all organized and it didn't stress me out. Yay. Yay! 
A stress-free 2016 is our goal for you, gentle viewer. What's number three? Speaking of photos, your parents and your grandparents' photos aren't getting any younger, especially if they've been stored improperly. A hot attic or a wet basement, no bueno for photos. And a lot of 70s era photo albums, like the ones that are supposed to look like, like 15th century texts, and they're like, thud. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. plastic liners inside of them are mm -hmm. actually made from stuff that isn't very good for photos, at least if you want them to live for a long time. Enter, well, if you're headed home for the holidays, check this out, Canon's uh, $76 L-I-D-E, the lead, 220. <laughs> Thanks for the Reco wire cutter. Uh, this is basically the previous generation. That we have the old version. It's like 20 bucks. <laughs> hanging around the hack house. Um, <laughs> the new version is like 76 bucks. Uh, great recommendation from the wire cutter. And if I pull it up, Darren can even switch to it on the screen. Um, just like spend a day scanning photos, sitting around with your family, figuring out who that is, standing next to your Uncle Wilford, or just where Aunt June served in Vietnam. And, and then you can write the, well, you can put in the exit data tags, right? But oh, you laugh, right. but I, there are, there are I, have, I have like probably a thousand photos from my grandfather. And oh, wow. the ones that aren't labeled, because he went through, he spent a lot of time going through and labeling them and telling us who people were, we're never gonna find out who they were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true. Everybody's gone from that generation, so. I'd also know. like to mention if you still have negatives, which I know a mm. lot of people do. Um, my mom, for example, she saved like two version, two copies of all the negatives from all of us kids growing up. Oh, that's up. awesome. You can still turn those into digital files through places like Walgreens, and I believe Walmart does it too. I don't know how much Costco. it costs, but you can send them in. You can send them in, and then they'll send you a disc of all your pictures. So definitely a thing to consider. And if you are a super photo enthusiast and you're just cringing in fear right now at the idea of a mass commercial commercial lab in the middle of nowhere processing your photos and negatives. Let us know where you think they should be sent. We'll share them with folks in the new year. By the way, Epson Perfection V550 is supposed to give you more accurate images according to the wire cutter. Nice. Uh, but that's $170, a little bit more expensive for a photo scanner. And we should also mention number four, which then after you have all those <laughs> pictures ready, upload those photos somewhere that everybody can share them online. So speaking of which, if you've been putting off the conversation with your children or younger siblings, by the way, about being mm -hmm. careful about what you put on the internet, including those photos or social sites like Facebook in particular seriously sit down talk to them about it have that chat and while you're at it talk about online bullying uh, trolls and mm -hmm. things of that nature and why that free copy of Fallout 4 that they really wanted to download is a really bad idea <laughs> and lastly number five know what else is a really bad idea never trying anything new. Ah. We talk about going out and doing something analog, but hey, chances are there's a tool that you haven't tried that might make your work or your home life function that much smoother. For example, Wonderlist is an excellent tool for anybody. Todoist, Trello is one that we use here at the Hack Warehouse for a lot of things. A NASBOX that syncs with an online data backup is very, very useful and can save your data as well. And building a new Plex or a Kodi box with a Raspberry Pi for your TV, I mean, we could go on and on and on. The Element or Ubuntu, put a Linux distro on an older system or try dual booting with your, your main system. Uh, get your lynda.com on and learn some new yes, skills. Yes, Linda's amazing. That might have to wait until after you finish fixing your relative's PCs and turning on some automatic updates to their OS and AV because you don't want to spend I, 92 hours cleaning yeah, your systems definitely, next year. Definitely <laughs> did some of that work when I was at my Christmas vacation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shannon, while you're here, can you take a look at the computer? It's been running a little slow. I fixed three things. I fixed three things while I was home. <laughs> but once all of that, no, 
four because I also four. I did also did phone consultation for some for one other family member that I wasn't visiting. So once all of that is done, get a tech adventure on. Then tell us about the cool stuff that you find so that we can share it with the entire tech thing crew out there. And I want to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. We're very thankful for you guys because y'all yes. are awesome and it's hot in here. So I'm going to take off my hoodie and. I think we should ask Darren what's going on. I hear a rumor that Darren's actually taking a pineapple nano to Death Valley for New Year's. Really? The rumors are true and boy do I wish I could tell you why I'm driving through the desert with our new Wi-Fi pineapple. I can, however, tell you all sorts of fun things about it and interesting stuff you can do with Wi-Fi. Check it out over at Hack5. Three questions answered, three reviews, three picks, all in three minutes. This week's Rapid Fire Roundup is three, three. Three hard drive recovery tools. Remember, backing up is better than trying to recover dead and lost files, but Shannon's gonna help you out if you has a hard drive fail. Oh, a fail. Or an accidentally erased, okay. although you haven't erased it unless you've erased it, but that's a whole nother conversation. That's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am ready. Are you ready? In three, two. Number one <laughs> is Piriform, Piriform's Recuva, or as they say, it is pronounced Recover, even recover. though Holy doesn't look recover. like it's Do you recover, recover that file? Like you're from Boston, <laughs> recover? That'd be recover. <laughs> so since last week we talked about destroying right. your hard drives, I decided that this week we should do hard drive recovery. All three of these are free tools that you can download that can help you recover data even if you've deleted it and deleted your trash can. So Piriform's Recover is super, super easy to use. It works well, it is free, it lets you securely delete files as well as recover the files that were accidentally wiped. There is a portable version of this for USB as well. And I really, really like that they include that because it's very, very easy to take it around with you right. and help your friends and family recover data. Because you or don't want to install software on exactly. the drive you're trying to recover the missing file from because it would be embarrassing to overwrite the lost file yep. with the new software <laughs> trying to recover the lost file. Now, unfortunately, yes, it has that pro where it is portable. It also has a con, it is Windows only. So keep that in mind. Our second one is called Glary Undelete. So Glary Undelete is over at glarysoft.com. Glary Undelete is also free and for Windows only, but it supports lots and lots of different hard drive formats, mm -hmm. including FAT, NTFS, EFS, the list goes on and on. Now there isn't a portable version of this one available, but it does have a clean interface. It's a really, really nice tree layout. So you get folders and files right. in a nice list, which is very clean. And I like that they included that. And it's very easy to find the files that you want to recover. That's uh, so a big that plus. is my second one. Number three is test disk data recovery. So test disk is my last free choice and it's a bit more complicated, but the pro side, it's available for Mac, for Linux, and for Windows. This one is also open source, which is super, super cool, and it works with major file systems like FAT, NTFX, NTFS, and <laughs> EXT2. Now, there is no graphical user interface, it just runs in a terminal, so right. it looks very 1990s looking. It's very old school. It's very, very old school, but it works very well, mm -hmm. and it's one of the reasons why a lot of people use it. Now, obviously, none of these can guarantee that your files are actually going to be recoverable because, you know, if something r really bad happened to right. your hard drive, you still might not be able to recover it. And there are so, so, so many other recovery solutions available for free and for cost. There's there's plenty that are around the $100 mark, like 70 mm -hmm. bucks. They get pretty expensive, but 
depending on the data, you might find that worthwhile to put that money forth. So if you've had a good or a bad experience with any of these or any of the other ones that are available out there, I know there's a ton that I didn't list in here. These are just the ones that I tested. Mm -hmm. Definitely let me know. You can always email me, ask at techthing.com with your favorite picks. So we're waiting for the $9 chip PC to show up and the Raspberry Pi Zero comes out, which looks a lot like this right there on your screen. Five bucks without cables. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, first of all, I gotta thank Ronnie and Sean and Kate for answering our, hey, if you can spare a Raspberry Pi Zero call a couple of weeks ago, all of you Oh, I just got awesome. another one in today, so we have two. Woohoo! Yay! Yay! Thank you. <laughs> so Pi Zero, this thing is really tiny, 65 millimeters by 30 millimeters by five millimeters. And if you take a look at it, it is a densely populated board. And take a look at the big one right there. So GPIO, GPIO pins here, micro SD card slot, mini HDMI, uh, one power micro USB and one micro USB for everything else. So this thing is almost half the size of the Model A. Right? Yeah, well, it's kind of crazy, right? Um, wow. I don't know if you can kind of see the... Oh yeah, we can see that. You can see the difference there. This is kind of, you know... That's cool. It is very cool. Um, it's got a one gigahertz single core CPU, uh, ARM 11 core, so in theory it's 40% faster than a Raspberry Pi 1. Um, it's pretty stripped down, 512 megabytes of RAM. Again, a mini HDMI, micro USB for power, micro USB you need an on-the-go cable to connect everything up to it. It's a hack-compatible 40-pin GPIO header, which you're going to get your soldering yeah. on with. Um, if you want to get composite video uh, or get a reset button on it, you need to get your soldering gun out. There's no audio jack. Uh, audio over the HDMI port should work fine, or you can get kind of crazy over at Adafruit, and they will tell you how to add audio outputs to your Pi Zero. Cool. Um, no Ethernet. Uh, and like I said, you're going to need a micro USB uh, OTG cable and possibly a hub if you need to do anything involving sort of like, oh, networking and... Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, that looks slightly messy. It's incredibly messy. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Um, you know, so the standard 5-volt power supply, right, uh, and a micro SD card mm -hmm. to run it. It runs standard Pi distros. Uh, it's running Raspbian right now. Um, what's interesting is I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, Adafruit has a USB to TTL serial cable, so oh, you can cool. actually drop right into it that way to get your embedded Pi on. Um, and the coolest Raspberry Pi project I think I've seen so far is this one right here, which <gasps> is the Raspberry Pi Zero hidden in an Xbox what? controller. So there's the Magpie magazine. So by the way, this should be out in the United States hopefully by the time you see this. In theory, it's not going to be out until wow. late January, but keep an eye at your local newsstand, especially if you have a big old Barnes & Noble. Um, but this I'm is gonna, crazy. I'm going to bulk buy all the magazines <laughs> that are Barnes & Noble, if I can find it. There it is. <laughs> And he's literally fitted inside of an Xbox oh, controller. Is cool. It is just that tiny. Um, yeah. So it's original large size Xbox controller. And you can watch him kind of get his mayhem on in here. Oh, I love that See modification. That's there? so neat. Okay. I think I know what I'm going to do for a build <laughs> video in the future. Near future. So. It's interesting. Um, we can't wait to see what folks do with these, and we will have more on it, including some builds in the new year. But yeah, yeah I, think, I think the biggest challenge is setting, figuring out what you can do with it where you don't need to hang a whole bunch of stuff off of it. Yeah. Because this looks kind of ridiculous, because it kind of is. But, you know. <laughs> um, but if you get it down to sort of like power and video out, mm -hmm in an embedded or console environment, suddenly it looks like this. Yeah. And that's like sleek so and elegant like and stuff. A lot cleaner. Well, it's interesting, right? Because 
actually, if you get it down to this and this. Like I can't that, wait to start soldering things. Yeah, well, that could be like an entire audio mm -hmm. uh, distribution or just putting the HDMI into it. That could be, this could literally be your entire home theater. That's cool. Yeah. So speaking of pie, Ron pie. says, hey, guy and Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, I'm the guy. I'm his, the guy who's doing the his 32. His name is Patrick. <laughs> so he says, I use Ubuntu 14.04 Trusty on my Pi 2. I have been using it for several months. I have the older Model Bs but love the Pi 2. My Pi 2 runs 24-7 and I killed a Samsung Micro SD card in it. Wow. Samsung did warranty it as it was a legit card. Ooh. After that, I realized that the SD cards have a limited read-write lifespan. So I had an old 20 gig laptop drive laying around and used using DD copied the image from the SD card to the hard drive. With the USB adapter, it is now running Ubuntu with a hard drive swap partition on the hard drive, nice. and the micro SD card is just used for the bootstrap. I plan to possibly use a new Pi 2 as an STB DVR with appropriate ancillary hard drive and a vendor cable card in the future. Did I mention I love my Pies? Ron from New Jersey. Thank you, Ron. Ron will now refer to me as thumbs up guy. Thumbs up guy. You <laughs> see how many times I can thumbs up in one show. That's really cool. It is really cool. Oh, okay. I kind of, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> so many things to do. Hey, before we get to our last couple questions of the year, I got to say to each and every one of you, thank you. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your ideas. Thank you for your advice. Thank you for subscribing to the show and watching each and every week. And mm -hmm. of course, thank you to each and every one of you that support us on patreon.com slash tech thing. That makes the show happen. And I don't think either one of us can actually wait to bring you more tech thingy goodness into the I year. love doing this. It's so yeah, much fun. It is. It is really fun, and we want to keep doing it, and we want to thank you all for making it possible. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. We love you, guys. Thank you. This, actually, as Darren pointed out uh, during the wipe, is what it would look like if you ran this as a set-top box. Power, OTG adapter, little tiny 802.11n adapter, and the mini HDMI cable. <laughs> you were close. You need networking. Networking <laughs> is important, people. Speaking of which, we got an email from Nick who says, at one point I've been led to believe that WhatsApp was secure end-to-end -end communication, so I started using that with friends and family because I appreciate the concept of personal privacy and Big Brother not needing to pry into my private life. I don't know if that was true at one time or never true, but now I am hearing it is not true end-to-end -end and that the current owners, Facebook, can mine my data like they do everything else. What alternatives would you recommend? Nick. So for what it's worth, Nick, WhatsApp started rolling out end-to-end -end encryption back in November 2014, implementing uh, Open Whisper systems that's Moxie Marlin Spikes text secure across Bracefoot, just pain. Seven platforms used by nearly a billion people on a daily basis. Mr. Marlin Spike has been lauded by Edward Snowden and his easy to use encryption has upset both the FBI and the White House, <laughs> which makes him a fairly large target. For mm -hmm. example, German Hacker Magazine suggesting that the system was incredibly easy to crack because Marlin Marlin, he just doesn't know what he's doing. And TechSecure is currently known as Signal, BTW. So some early reports suggested that the system was fairly easy to crack, but Marlin Spike pointed out that the full implementation is being rolled out incrementally. So generally speaking, you're probably pretty safe with it if you don't have the NSA, like, all up in your junk. Now, yeah. Nick wants easy setup, easy encrypted messages, the ability to securely transfer files and make secure voice calls. 
I don't think there's a single application that does all of those things and is seriously secure. Yeah. But I will mention that we could definitely do a roundup of our favorite secure apps. Like we could probably do a whole episode about our secure apps for each of those things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, it's kind of funny, right? So, you know, Signal is, is the app uh, Shannon mentioned a minute ago that's Open Whisper Systems, sort of super private secure messaging system. Um, it does phone calls which also does phone calls. I do not think it does file transfers, but you know, you could probably get at least two or three systems. You probably need at least two apps to do all of those Ooh, things. Oh, I wonder if it does do file transfers. We'll find out. We'll find out. I don't think it does file transfers, but that would be one to check out. It's not particularly painful to implement with your friends and family. Yeah, it's, it's just an app. It's just another app download. And we got a tweet from at Paul P. Stowe who says, at Patrick Norton, at Snubs, at TechThing, would you recommend an i5 or an i7 processor in a laptop for editing GoPro videos? Hashtag GoPro, hashtag video editor. <laughs> okay, so I mean, here's the thing, you can, Edit videos on a five-year-old Core i3. As we mentioned a few weeks ago, when we looked at the sub $200 Chromebooks, you can figure out a way to edit a video on a Chromebook if you're patient. Um, if you're not patient, you want to throw as much processor and probably more importantly, as much memory at video editing as possible. And then if you're doing it in a professional grade tool like Premiere, you want to throw as much GPU at it as possible because that will accelerate a whole bunch of the stuff you do inside the video editing application. Mm. However, if you're like, I'm on a vacation, I got GoPro videos, I want to post them so the family can see the cool things I did before I leave, I probably say, yeah, go with the Core i7. And you know, there's differences between, you know, it's so funny looking at the different implementations of the low power and high power. Yeah. Uh, 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 it, it, Darren went nuts because he basically wanted a full video editing station inside of a sub four pound laptop. And he found it for a couple grand. It supports 32,000, 32, <laughs> it supports 32 megabytes of RAM. <laughs> it's got an eight core core i7. It's got the ability to do dual uh, hard drive. So he has a massive amount of storage. Um, I, I will mention though, I have an i5 at home and I'm able to edit GoPro videos on it just fine. Yeah. I do have 16 gigs of RAM in there, so that definitely helps. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's i5. So depending on your price range as well, that's an important factor. i5 will work just fine. Um, even right. the last generation, you don't have to get a Skylake, but it's, it's very much up to you. Get at least eight gigabytes of RAM. Mm -hmm. 16 is not a bad idea. But I love 16 gigs of RAM. I love 16 gigs of yeah, RAM too, but it gets really expensive in a laptop. Yeah, it does. Get the Core <laughs> i5, the eight gigabyte, and take an extra vacation this year. There you go. <laughs> and if you decide to set it in too slow, then next year you can get the Core i7 and the 16 gigs. All right. And the year after that, you can get the, sorry. <laughs> He's just gonna keep on going. Remember everybody, before he gets down on another one of his tangents. I'm <laughs> the place where this rat holes go to get deeper. This was our 50 second episode of Tech Thing. We've done Tech Thing for one, Year, one whole year. We did it. I'm, I'm very proud of this little baby show that we have turned into a monster. <laughs> Remember, folks, once in a while, put down your phone, step away from the screen, and do something analog. Like celebrate the new year with all of y'all friends and all y'all family, and maybe a little bit of champagne if you feel like drinking some champagne. And we I don't know if you can't see it, but we got the... some disco lights going on in here now. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a cat sleeping on a thing. Yeah, it looks like New Year's for <laughs> me. 
<laughs> unconscious before midnight because the kids are waking up at 5 a.m. whether I like it or not. Take a week off before CES starts because CES is going to be crazy. And we're going to bring as much of it to you as we can. Yep. I'm Patrick Dorton. I'm Shannon Morse. Happy New Year and we will see you in 2016. Happy New Year. Bye. Can we start like dancing? <laughs> yeah. Woo! I'm gonna get the cat. Oh, uh -oh. she's asleep. I don't want to touch her. Plus, she's always. Angry. She's so cute. Look at her. Here, I'll, I'll pet her. Cat from New Year's. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! <laughs> Dance with me. She's like, no, don't touch me. Dance with me. It's like I'm 300 cat here. You know what comes between the cat and your Don't jacket? The cat's urine. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Keep trying to make the cat dance. See what happens, Who man. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching. And we love you all, you people. <laughs> people. <laughs>